Welcome to episode four of the Baseball and Business Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Mounds. I'm excited to have our guest on today, Mike Karpinski. He's a good friend of mine and actually a former college teammate. He has a very interesting story going from the baseball field in college to business. He made six figures for the first time and started making six figures at 24. Welcome to the show, Mike. It's great to be here, Luke. Really good to see your face again. <laughs> well, I, I think just to, to start things off here, you've had a lot of success after college within the business world. And obviously, I know your story well, but just for beginning purposes, just share a little bit about what you're up to, just to contextualize the conversation. So I'm a a technology recruiter for K4 Staffing, and I've been doing that for over seven years. Actually, my seven-year anniversary was a month ago. Um, So yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to. So as far as I mean, just kind of the specifics for, for everyone that may not know what that actually means. What is it that you actually do on a day-to-day basis? So let's say a, a company like a Charter Communications or Spectrum, for example, you know, they hire a company like K-Force to help them supply their open technology positions that they have. And, you know, you probably ask yourself, well, why would they pay a company to do that, you know? Uh, because there's negative unemployment in the IT staffing for IT consultants right now. So that's why we get paid to do what we do. So, for example, Spectrum has an open requirement. They call K-Force. They say, hey, we need you to fill XYZ requirement. So I'm responsible for sourcing the talent, engaging them, you know, making identifying what their motivators are, making sure they're interested in that opportunity and then ultimately convincing them that our opportunity is a better role than the 15 other jobs that they're looking at currently. Uh, And then ultimately when we place them, I get a cut of every hour that that consultant is working. So that's how we get paid. So I mean, it's it's the talent acquisition business, which whether it's baseball or business, the talent that you have on the field is really going to be the driving force behind what what happens and what what grows a company going forward so that's that's obviously where the value is i mean your background wasn't necessarily in it so how, you know the challenge of just learning the industry what would you say was the biggest challenge of of doing something a little bit different just from a you know from a technical standpoint having to pick up on that well you know you really step outside of your comfort zone you know all these it terms of you know what what's what's java what's dot net what, what are all these different programming languages so you know there's a pretty steep learning curve there and it was a little bit intimidating you know after the first six months i'm like you know i'm really not that good at this and you know i had a heart to heart with my uh you know with our managing director at that time and um you know, she said it, it'll come, you know, just trust the process. And, you know, here I am today, seven years later. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's just stepping out, putting yourself in a position outside of your comfort zone. So clearly that, that ties out to playing baseball at a high level. I mean, you have to, to do things that are, that are not comfortable, whether it's the off the field preparation in the weight room, just the extra work off the field, getting ready. I mean, those those are all things to, to get get to that next level. You have to do things that aren't necessarily that 
comfortable or that you want to do. Now, you, you started in, in Milwaukee. How long did it take? You mentioned it six months. You weren't thinking it was very good. Clearly, you've gotten very good at this business. What would you say was the tipping point when you really realized that this was something you could not only do, but be successful at? Um, well, I would say, you know, after the first, uh, the uh, first six months was kind of, you know, you had your training wheels on, so you weren't really producing. Um, but then after that, I would say that first year is when I thought, you know, I, I could become really good at this. I mean, that first year I, you know, I, I did pretty well. And then that, uh, my full second year is when I started making six figures, uh, in the business and have just continued on that path every year. Uh, since then for the most part so now I mean obviously from a from an income side like you said this is it's a lucrative industry IT as a whole but I mean as far as the success that you had going from that first year to that second year was very very rapid what was what would you say is the biggest change in that second year over the first year besides just you had learned all of those different things what what so rapidly made that happen? Because that's not necessarily, you know, someone that has success in this industry, that doesn't necessarily happen for them so quickly. So what would you say was the, the difference maker for you? Yeah, I would say, I mean, it, it, it goes along with, you know, with baseball, with anything. I mean, you, you start to learn all the intricacies of, of what makes a person successful in that business, you know, right away. You know, I, I had the intangibles to be really good. You know, I was personable, hardworking, kind of had that eye of the tiger, I'm going to, you know, kick your ass type of mentality. Um, and then from there, I kind of picked up on all the little things, you know, throughout the recruiting process of what, what it really takes to make a placement. And, you know, how can I differentiate myself versus XYZ recruiter sitting across from me in the office, as well as XYZ recruiter, you know, working for like a tech systems or an apex or, you know, one of our Darth Vader, you know, nemesis uh, competitors across the way. So, uh, yeah, it's just learning how to differentiate yourself. And as far as learning the business, I mean, similar to a sports team where you know, you've got, I mean, at the big league level, you have rookies, you have veterans, and you've got guys you know, that are just maybe experienced that are in between there. Were there any, you know, one or a handful of people that were really key to your development and just being able to have success as an individual within the team environment that you were playing? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, it, it was our uh, recruiting lead at that time. Her name was Krista, or her name is Krista. Um, and, uh, you know, she really taught me a, a good foundation, you know, for it, it's like building a house. I mean, you need that good foundation in order to build all this cool stuff and have the hot tub jacuzzi and all that stuff on top of it. So, just having that foundation and, you know, just continuously telling me like you have the talent, you have the intangibles to be really good at this business. And then, you know, kind of just teaching me things along the way and knowing that, okay, Mike, Mike not, might not be ready for me to tell him this yet. So I'll wait. Um, so just kind of just continuing to, to give me learning lessons and teaching lessons and, you know, positive encouragement and, just showing me what's at the end of the rainbow, you know, what am I working so hard for uh, at the end of the day? I mean, was that, I mean, that was someone you were working with, but how much, 
was it that you sought out that that help or that guidance versus it was something that was just in place that she was you know I don't know was this a was she a man your manager yeah yeah she was she was my manager okay yeah yeah all right well I mean what would you say is the biggest thing you know having played baseball through college what would you say is maybe the biggest lesson that you learned playing the game that you've been able to carry into business that's helped you have the success that you've had uh, I would say it's it's very easy when things are going well, and it it, uh, it it sucks when things aren't going well. I mean, it's really that simple. I mean, in baseball, you know, even if you're a good hitter, you're going to fail seven out of ten times. Um, so, you know, if if you're on a stretch where you're hitting a lot of lineouts, you know, right at the third baseman, right to the left fielder, right fielder, wherever it is. Um, it, it gets kind of hard to deal with that and it gets in your head after a while, you know, and pretty soon you're on a two for 20 stretch and you're like, man, am I, am I good at this? Like, can I hit? Like I, I used to be a 300 hitter, but and it's the same thing in the, in the business world. I mean, you just have to have that mentality that if you continue to put good at bats together, you know, eventually the odds are going to be in your favor and, you know, it's, it's the same way in you know, any line of business that you're doing, things aren't always going to be going good, but just knowing that you have the talent, you have the drive. And as long as you do things consistently and have good at bats, it's going to translate into success. And for some, some people listening to this, they, you know, they may be in in the shoes of being on the other side, they're done playing. Maybe they've had a job, two jobs, but they haven't necessarily found that thing you found found the thing that that you've done now completely out of school for seven straight years but what advice would you give to someone that may still be searching for what it is that they could see themselves doing doing long term what advice would i have for them yeah i mean for someone that you know like you, you didn't necessarily know that this was something you were going to you had you knew the skills that you had, but you didn't necessarily know how that was going to flush itself out. I mean, going from graduating to your first first job. So just in that context, what what type of advice would you share with someone that maybe is, you know, they may have graduated this spring or maybe they've graduated a year or two years ago, but they still just maybe haven't yeah. found found that right right fit well, long term. I mean, it's this simple. Take a piece of paper write down what am I good at and what am I not good at? <laughs> like, it's literally that simple. What what talents were you blessed with and what talents weren't you blessed with? And whatever you're blessed with, you're probably going to enjoy doing it because you're good at it. If, you enjoy, if you're good at something, you usually enjoy doing it. So just find a career that you're good at. You know, if you can paint... Be, you know, be an artist. If, you, if you're very personable and engaging and just have the ability to, you know, walk into a room and just, you know, create that positive energy and have everybody like you and remember you, then you should probably be in sales or some type of job where you're going to get paid, you know, based off relationships that you can create. Um, you know, if you're super good at math, you know, maybe you become an engineer, you know, I mean, there's, you know, just whatever you're good at, utilize those skills, you know, those God-given skills 
and you know that that's what you need to do I certainly I mean I think that's that's great advice I think back to when we were in college and you kind of I mean, you obviously took school serious but you didn't take yourself so seriously you said hey I know ultimately long term my people skills are going to be what what drives my career long term and you said it and then you actually walked walked it out and have done it for seven seven straight years so I guess just to, to kind of wrap things up here, is there anything else that you know you'd love to just share with with the guys that either are still still on the field or maybe they're off the field? Is there anything that that comes to mind? Uh, yeah, sort of what I, I I just last said. I I don't think so. All right. Well, I certainly appreciate the time. This is uh, this is definitely a little bit different twist from the last couple interviews. It's been more focused on not just this, um, you know, someone that that played played pro ball and then made the transition, but from from college straight into the business world, and has has built a long term long term career. And this, this is great insight. So appreciate your time and. Look forward to next week's episode, episode five. We've got a great guest, former big league player lined up. So we look forward to bringing that to you next week. Have a great week.